welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. Today is Friday. Happy Friday. Hope you are ready for the weekend. I know I am because by the time you're listening to this, I'm probably going to be in Vegas, super duper happy and ready for some R&R time. Just in case you don't know, I do spirit stories every Friday on this podcast. Monday, you can turn tune in to hear card readings for the week, sometimes pick a card. And on Wednesdays, I give you some spiritual knowledge, whether that is through my own spiritual toolbox or having a guest expert on. So I hope that you subscribe and I hope you leave a review for this podcast because it helps me out a lot and it lets me know that you love it. All right, so today I have a really, really cool topic, and that is dreams, and it's going to be dream interpretations. I'm so happy about this. I have gotten several dreams to interpret, so I'm going to redo the dreams, and we're going to have some fun uh, interpreting them together. So I'm going to give you my take on it, and then I would love for you, if you have a different take on it, jump into the Rise Into Your Power group and let me know. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not like spreading this news all over and letting everybody know, but I do have a dream course that is opening up because the spiritual AF party, I have a link in the show notes, or you can message me at Heather Danielle medium at gmail.com. And I'll send you the info because it is going to be opened up just for 48 hours right now. It's going to close back down and there's not going to be that many spots. I actually don't know how many spots there's going to be. I am actually working with the afterlight Institute. And they are doing all the behind the scenes thing. So only thing I know is that I want you there because dreams is where it is. Dreams are how I started off in this life. And it's a great way, the main way, the best way for your spirit guides, past loved ones and angels to talk to you. So let me know if you want some more information on that. And remember, it closes tomorrow night, <laughs> Saturday night. Alrighty, so let's get to some dreams. Alright, so the first one that I want to talk about, I just thought was really interesting, is I'm going to not say any names. I'm just going to say their initials, right? KM says, I laid an egg. It's all I remember, and my response was surprised. <laughs> of course you would be surprised. So what I would actually say here is that you're giving birth to something. You're giving birth to some kind of idea that there is more with inside of you than you actually realize, okay? Like there is different parts of you. It's some kind of idea, some kind of opportunity, some untapped thing that you actually have inside of you, and it actually was able to come out. So that's a really, 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 really fun and honestly, you know, just simple one, but I love it. And normally too, I would ask for more details if you remember them and that kind of stuff, like how you felt about the egg, you know, what you were wearing, where you were at, but just symbolizing if it was like all black and white and it was just you and, you know, nothing else was special. That's what I would say about that one. So I absolutely love this one. It says, I took an old man to Walmart to go shopping. Then in the parking lot, a car turned into a horse and ran away. Then the old man was standing on a ledge, which everybody wanted to be on. On the side of the building, you know, this is where the ledge was, and got up, beat, uh, beat up some by some guys. It was so funny. I'm not sure if I'm understanding this correctly, but it seems that, you know, there was an old man. You try to take him to Walmart, right, to go shopping. And then in the parking lot, a car turned into a horse, ran away. So it seems like there's one thing after another. And then the old man who you're trying to help, okay, ends up on a ledge. But everybody wanted to be on that ledge. So then it was like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. But then all of a sudden he got beat up by some guys. 
the emotional thing that I see here is that it's like, wow, one thing is just happening after another. You try and, you know, help out someone, you try and do right, and then things are not going right, and things are way more different than they seem, right? Like, you're trying to go to Walmart, but then all of a sudden, like, a car is just going to pick up and run away, like, come on, like this sucks, you know, it's what it seems like anyways to me. And then it's like, okay, now the man's on a ledge. He actually gets something that he wants. He's actually on the ledge where everyone wants to be. And then what ends up happening, he gets beat up. However, this is a dream that I would ask a little bit more details on because it also has to do with the emotions, right? Like how does she feel about this old man? You know, is there anything where she wanted to protect him, right? Does the old man symbolize a part of herself? And then it's like, how did you feel when that horse, you know, ran away after it turned into a car? Because it kind of has like a Cinderella vibe. So I'm not really sure if it was like a good thing, like if it was exciting at all, or if it had a little bit more of like a dimming emotional connection. That's what I get from it, that it wasn't all great and, you know, dandelions, it wasn't exciting. So that is something to think about. And in the dream course too, I'm going to go down specific ways to interpret your dreams with symbolism and things like that. And I'll show you kind of my technique. And so there's another one and it's by RC. And she says, recently I had a dream about a friend. We, there was a group about five to six and the only face I could recognize was his. We were running from some very bad people thinking the mob. We were running from building to building. And before we can get next to the building, he was shot right in front of me. It was so real that I text my sister, who was a close friend, to make sure he was okay. I couldn't shake it for a couple days. Oh my gosh, for sure. So if you think about it, if you're running from like building to building or house to house, usually those houses, those buildings are going to be symbolizing other people. And you're running from some bad people. And so it's kind of like you're trying to have an escape and it's you and him and then he gets hurt. And he's hurt by those people who are running from him, right? That you guys are running away from. What I get out of this, it's like, you know, you guys are trying to be friends you guys you guys are trying to hang out may or may not feel protective of him you know I'm not really sure the, the how you feel about him that's going to play a role in how to interpret it but then what I actually pick up is you know I feel like he's going to be hurt by one of your other friends you know what I mean like not physically but probably you know someone's talking smack about him you know what I mean maybe there's some gossip going on or something along those lines or maybe one of them secretly doesn't like them or maybe None of that is true. And then you actually think they don't like him. And you think that maybe he's going to get hurt, that kind of situation. And so I thought that was really interesting. But now here is another one. This one I, I really like as well. And this is from BA. For quite a while, I was having dreams of tornadoes. One particular dream I had on several occasions was I would be driving on an overpass and in the distance was a city being ravaged by several tornadoes. Even though I was not close to them, I could feel myself being pulled towards them. The dream would end once I felt their pull. And so when you dream about tornadoes, a lot of the times it's talking about like mixed emotions, okay? So that could be anxiety, it could be fear, it could be grief, you know, it could be anger. And the things that it 
the fact that the tornadoes are in another city is talking about like, okay, it's further away from you. It's in a deeper part of yourself, right? But as soon as you are near them and it starts pulling you in, you are starting to recognize that there are these untapped feelings. You know, these are these feelings that you have hidden, that you have pushed away, you know, whatever those feelings are. And then as soon as you are able to recognize, oh yeah, it is here. These feelings are here. These feelings that I pushed away and they are here. And now I recognize that they're there. And that's why you wake up because that's all it wants you to know right now. It just wants you to know that there are bottled up emotions inside of you and they want you to take care of it now. So now you have a couple of options. The first one is to see like, okay, what part of this, you know, what part it resonates with me? Can I understand already what the dream is trying to tell me? Because maybe you already know that you're suppressing some of your emotions and you know who or what it is about. And if so, that's when the, the healing journey can start. Or if you have no idea and you are just like, you know what? Nope, nope, nope. I do not have any of those bottled up emotions at all. Then you can actually ask your dreams, ask your spirit guide and say, hey, I need to know what, you know, this dream is about. Can you give me more, more details? And then you go ahead and you set the intention every night, even if you want to write it down on a piece of paper, put it underneath your pillow, you know, all those kinds of things, then you can go ahead and get your answer. Just write it down and be like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Show me what it's about. All righty. So another one that I have to say um, is one that my aunt had a long time ago. And I remember she was having this dream and she wondered what it was for so long. And once I got spiritual, I was able to, you know, finally have the confidence, I guess, to be able to interpret for her. And it was my grandfather. My grandfather came to her in a dream. She said it was very vivid. So it was a very good visitation dream. And he handed her this small little wire. He put it in her hand and said, this is all you'll ever need. And she said it glue. It was kind of beautiful, like this golden bright, you know, brass, if you will. I don't really know what she said that it was made out of. And for all these years, she didn't know what it meant. And it's really funny because as soon as I heard that again, when I opened up my mind a little bit, I was like, well, it's so obvious because to me at least, and that is we all have cords, right? We all have energetic cords, you know, um, going from, usually it's out our stomach, you know, they can be in any area though. And they attach to people, you know, so they attach to people, even things too, and like trees and stuff like that. So we have these energetic cords and we even have this energetic cord that, you know, keeps our body to our soul and stuff like that. And that's what I get out of this. I think that was a piece of that cord. And I believe it was my grandfather saying, hey, you are always connected. You are always connected. You're connected to me. You're connected to everything. You're connected to people. You're connected to the one consciousness. And it's really crazy because the very first dream that I remember of having a visitation dream was my grandfather. And I never met, I guess I didn't meet him. I was like two years old or four or something like that when he passed away. I don't really remember him at all. And in the dream, he was standing outside of my little apartment that I was living in. And he just looks at me and he shakes his head and he says, you have no idea what it's like being around people for all these years and them not knowing that you're right here. And I remember feeling like his sadness that he was trying to get a hold of the family and he was okay. And just for so long, for so, so many years, you know, no one was open spiritually and no one was open, you know, to the other side and to spiritual communication. So now he was finally happy that I was opening up and he could get a word in and he could say, hey, I'm here. 
I absolutely love, love those stories like that. So if you have a story like that, definitely post it into the Rise Into Your Power group. I'm actually right now with Spiritual AF Party, if you are registered and you haven't heard the news, I am actually giving away um, some more prizes. And a way that you can win one of those prizes is by posting one of your dreams or your favorite dreams, a dream you need interpreted, whatever it is, into your Rise and Power group. Okay. Now this one, I really, really like this dream. You tell me if you like this. It is from DR. And she says, hey, Heather, here's a dream I had a couple of weeks ago, but it is still so vivid for me. The dream starts in black and white. My friends are missing, but there is a knowingness within me, so I know where to find them. I get to a zoo and meet a man. He's a stranger to me. I ask if my friends are there, and he assures me they are not in his zoo. I know that he is lying. So I walk through the zoo. When I enter the zoo, my dream becomes in color. Everything is brown, barren, and dry. It is a desert. I find my friends. One is an elephant. He is chained on four, all four legs to the ground. The other is right beside him, a giraffe. She is shackled around the neck. I remove the shackles from the elephant first, and he wraps his trunk around me in a hug. Then I remove the shackles from the giraffe's neck. Both are grateful. And there's so much love coming from them. I hop back on the giraffe's back. The elephant gives me his ear to hold and rewind right away. There is a sense of freedom. Wow, wow, wow. I don't know about you, but when I read this dream, I was just so excited. It's like, oh my gosh, I totally want this dream. Like that would be amazing. Like riding a giraffe and, you know, I mean, having friends with an elephant. Like, I don't even know. It's just so incredibly fun. And to me, the meaning of this dream just jumps out, just completely jumps out of it. So let's break it down. All right. Dream starts in black and white. Her friends are missing, right? She goes to a zoo, okay? That's where they keep people captive. That's, you know, people, but, you know, obviously her friends are captive there. That's where they keep animals, that kind of stuff. They're all in cages. They don't have freedom, all that kind of thing. And then she meets this man at the zoo, and he assures me that the friends are not in the zoo. And she goes, I know that he is lying. So it's kind of funny that she's like, okay, he's lying because she notices that there's some kind of malicious intent with this man. It's not like, oh, maybe he forgot or maybe he doesn't realize it or he was really nice, you know, but he was like, no, they're not here. She notices some kind of vibe that he gives off that is more negative than positive, okay? And then when she enters the zoo, it becomes in color and everything is brown, barren, and dry. So what I'm doing right now is I'm picking out the big things in this dream. So that's a big thing to do. Not all, every single baby little intricate detail is going to have meaning in your dreams. You have to pick out the things that, you know, make sense and that kind of stuff. So once she gets into the zoo, now all of a sudden it's um, in color, but everything does not really have a lot of color, right? It's going to be brown, barren, dry. It's not all it's cracked up to be. It's not the Wizard of Oz when you enter Munchkin Land, right? And then her friends turn into specific animals, elephant and giraffe, and she helps uncuff them. She helps set them free and they are grateful and they have a lot of love and they go on probably this journey together. Maybe they find a yellow brick road. We never know. All right, so let's start from the beginning. So it's black and white, and our friends are in an area that is colored. They're in two different areas, right? And it might seem at first that where her friends are located, because it's colorful or in color, it might seem like it's better. But the thing is, is that once you go inside there and you see, well, wait a second, it's not like it's colorful, like the Wizard of Oz. It's just, it has color, but it's all brown colors. It's all like, you know, barren and dry. It's not better. And not only is it not better, but it is 
actually, um, they're actually being held captive, right? And there's people that know that they're being held captive, like that man, and they're not letting it be known. Is this making sense? So we don't have to really see it as a zoo now. We just know our friends are being held captive. And then we can go ahead and look at the symbolism of the elephant and the giraffe, because I'm pretty sure that her friends are not actually elephants and giraffes. <laughs> okay, that's just like a symbolism part of it. And so when we look at the symbolism part of it, it's like elephants usually symbolize wealth, abundance, you know, it symbolizes infertility. But I believe in this part, it talks about manifesting, manifesting your life. So that kind of thing. The giraffe for me anyways, represents youthfulness, childlike. It also represents, you know, good luck as well. So what I actually get from this is that right now she is in a different area than her friends are in. And I believe it's a more of like a spiritual one. It's at a different place and not all of her friends have caught up and might not even just be her friends. It just might be people who she is meant to touch in this life and she needs to set them free. She needs to wake them up. She needs to let them know that where they are, even though it's in color and stuff like that, you know, it's not the best place for them. There is a better place. And so she helps them. Right. And she takes off the shackles. So however that she feels that she needs to, you know, help serve the world or help serve her friends, maybe his actual friends or the people that she is surrounding herself with. There's something there that she needs to help them with. I personally believe that she is very spiritual. She's waking up to her spiritual gifts and things like that. And she is feeling a sense of need to help out others in her life, help them wake up, you know, because in a sense, many of us either are being lied to or, you know, people are being deceitful to us with thinking that spiritual work is devil's work and you're going to go to hell and all these other crazy things, which is not true at all. And so many people are stuck in those cages, stuck in that mindset. And then I believe it's this woman, who DR's mission to wake them up and be like, hey, it's okay. I'm taking these shackles off of you. And then we're going to go to someplace different and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. And it's also going, it's also showing that she can actually manifest easily because of the elephant. And then she can keep her youthfulness and her playfulness and her good luck with the giraffe. Unless of course she has other symbolism that she believes of what elephants and giraffes mean to her. Because maybe, who knows, maybe she had an encounter with a giraffe or elephant when she was younger. So we have to put in those symbolisms into our own filter first because our mind knows how we think about certain symbols, right? Because maybe I had a giraffe bite me. So that's going to be so different of how my mind, you know, brings the, bring the, brings those things into my um into my dreams. So I absolutely love this because then she says at the end, there is a sense of freedom because not only did she actually fulfill her life purpose and she feels good because she helped out her friends, but now her friends are feeling that freedom as well. So let me know what you guys think of that dream invitation in the Rise Into Your Power group. Alrighty, so let's look at one more, and this is my Aunt Betty's dream. So on August 27th, my Aunt Betty, the one who is on hospice right now, she actually posted into the Rise Into Your Power group this. What does it mean when your mother and sister appear to you in a dream, both wearing wings? angel wings to be specific. Oh my gosh, this warms my heart when I read it every single time because it's like, oh, 
oh my gosh, like, was it my mom and my Aunt Judy saying, hey, sis, you know, we're here, you know, we're here. And maybe even comforting her because, you know, I'm not sure if this is too much information or not, but we're finding out that my aunt knew that her cancer was not gone and she didn't tell us. Maybe because she didn't want us to worry and things like that. So maybe it was my mom and my and my aunt saying, hey, you need to take care of this. Or, you know, maybe it was giving her some other message. Now we'll never know um, if there was more details um, to that dream. But I really do feel that it was a visitation from my aunt and from my mom, supporting her, being there with her, comforting her, letting her that her know that um, she is with us, you know, that they are with her. And to me, it just means so much seeing that into the Rise of Power group because my Aunt Betty, she was kind of open to this stuff sometimes, but it's like she was she didn't get overly involved. And so I feel like that is a great memory, you know, for me to have and even for you to be a part of because she's part of our Rise into Your Power group and she had that dream and she posted it and I just absolutely love it. So we kind of talked about this. We talked about visitation dreams during the spiritual AF party today. So if you want more information on that, then just reach out to me and I will send you the replay link so that you can go over all of the details that I went over about visitation dreams. So. I hope that you have loved these, you know, dream interpretations and they only get better. There's so much. So in the dream course, I go over them even more and then we can go ahead and have a little bit more fun interpreting even more dreams during the seven weeks you're going to be in this course with me. All right. Well, I hope that you consider it. The link is below or you can reach out to me and we can chat about it. All right. I will see you on Monday for the divine forecast. Talk to you soon.